after Christmas break, I get um, my principal to come and talk to me and my principal said, um, do you know who this student is? I said, oh yeah, I know who that is. Oh, well, um, his aunt is um, wanting to bring him back to Gilpin. What do you think? You know, you were his teacher before. Would that be a good match? And I said, you know, honestly, um, I'd like him back in the room because I felt as if I could not help him control his anger. I didn't feel like I could help him get to the level that he needed to get to. That was Leslie. She's a first, second, and third grade teacher in the Denver public school system. She teaches in one of the lowest income neighborhoods in Denver. According to Leslie, there are some unique challenges to working with students who might not have as stable of family lives as children in higher income areas. Not only must teachers be able to provide regular instruction, but they must also be ready to help students cope emotionally with some pretty heavy ordeals, something for which teachers aren't trained. Teachers must also be ready to work with students who often receive no educational support at home. I asked Leslie what it's like to help students who otherwise would be left to grow up by their own means. You're going into it knowing that like you really want to make a difference for students and I specifically want to work in schools that are more difficult, more challenging at times because um, the students that are here I think really need it and the support that we can give them and the education and resources are the things that potentially can help change social dynamics and things that are going on in our communities. But teaching at Leslie's school isn't the same as at most other schools. It's a uniquely challenging environment, to say the least. The low-income neighborhood around the school can make things tricky sometimes. There was one year where we had a lockdown every month. And it wasn't a drill. And it was actually that we were in a neighborhood where we had police activity, we had things going on where, in fact, we were not practicing, we were actually doing a, a lockdown in the event that something were to go wrong in the neighborhood. As if the challenges from the outside weren't enough, each student Leslie has taught brings with them a unique set of challenges, some more difficult than others. I had a kid come in at the beginning of his first grade year and mom came to talk to me before school, before his first day. And she told me that um, they'd been living in Mexico for a while and he was in school in Mexico, um, but you know, now that he was gonna be here in, um, in the States, you know, she just was kind of trying to let me know that he might not know what to do or he might have like, you know, it just might be that transitional um, period because they had just come back from Mexico. And um, not long after that interaction, in talking with the student, I was like, oh, well, you would know that it was, you were in school in Mexico, right? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know how to speak Spanish. I've never heard Spanish in my life. And I came from Ohio. He's like, we were in Ohio before. Leslie knew right away that this student had not had a normal childhood. But what she didn't know was how challenging he would be in the classroom. It didn't seem like he was retaining the information. We were just working on letter sounds all year long. He um, would forget them and, and he couldn't, you know, so he, obviously he couldn't read. Um, and he was in a classroom with first, second, and thirds. Every other first grader could read. Despite Leslie's best efforts, the student didn't make much progress during his first grade year. Most of her time was spent trying to keep other students safe because this student's outbursts were violent and frequent, including throwing chairs and trying to run away from the school. Summer comes and goes, um, kids come back, he's a second grader. He is 
reading at basically still, um, he's now able to read an A-level book. That is the entry-level book that a kindergartner should be able to read. So he's a year behind. He can at least read this book now. We've, we could not get to even reading a level A by the end of the year, the first year. But I worked with him, and, and still a lot of the behavioral problems were happening, and it was challenging. Communication home was hard, but because, um, again, I think that the family was not very, um, was not a, a, on board with supporting or n didn't know how to support. But we kept on working, um, the student and I, and kept on coming to reading group and working with him and working with him. And um, he started making progress and he started seeing his own progress happening. And uh, he, right before Christmas break, was reading at, um, he had gone from an A to a uh, 10, which is huge. That's about a, a half a year's growth. So he was reading at a middle of the year, first grade level by his middle of the year, second year. What happened next really caught Leslie by surprise. The student's mother and grandmother suddenly pulled the student out of Leslie's school. They blamed the student's behavioral problems and slow progress on Leslie's teaching style and accused her of bullying the student. At a staff meeting, Leslie opened up about her regret that she wasn't able to help the student more. She said that the student served as her motivation to work harder and to reach challenging students. Because at that point, it seemed the student was gone for good and she felt that she had failed. Third grade happened, so summer, summer came and went, and we went into third grade uh, with his same cohort that he would have been in. And uh, right after Christmas break, I get um, my principal to come and talk to me, and my principal said, um, do you know who this student is? I said, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Oh, well, um, his aunt is um, wanting to bring him back. He's with his aunt because he's, his mom is in prison. Um, grandma has you know, basically refused to, to take care of him, so he's with his aunt. Um, he's come back as a, as a totally um, changed student, and I think a lot of it, you know, I know that he's with his aunt now, and his aunt provides that support, and she and I have a great relationship where she wants to know how his day goes every day and um, wants to know any way that she can help support him. So he's kind of uh, been, it's just really been amazing to watch him move from someone who basically hated school to loving school someone who wanted to try and run away, like leave the classroom and try and run away, and now he wants to stay. Um, he's a student who used to um, probably count the minutes before um, dismissal, and he's now a student who goes, oh man, we're gonna clean up now, and really enjoys being here. So um, he's kind of one of my success stories. Although the student eventually got the at-home support he needed to succeed in the classroom, he is still affected by his turbulent past. He gets emotional, like you can tell something, lots of things have happened because he just gets quiet and uh, just needs some time to himself. Although every one of Leslie's students is unique in the challenges that they bring to the classroom, there are some underlying struggles faced by Leslie and the other teachers at her school. We need a lot of support here at our school um, regarding mental health. Um, mental health and just um, helping the students process, I think a lot of the things that they see and um, are happening um, at home or in their communities, because they're not coming to school going, you know, um, you're really gonna need to take it easy on me today. I just watched my mom stab my, my mom's boyfriend last night in the kitchen in, the, in, you know, in a fight that they got in, or um, I just watched my mom's boyfriend shoot up. 
Um, or, you know, I just got beat. You know, I got, I got a big whooping last night and, you know, all I heard was yelling all night long or, you know, I don't really know if I'm going to be able to learn because I basically didn't sleep at all because I was in a car. And, um, you know, they don't come and they don't tell you that. I mean, it's sometimes it's so amazing to me. Um, some of the kids that hurt the most are sometimes the ones that they'll never let you know.